0: Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. So I'm here in New York City, as you probably can hear, um, on location. I'm actually sitting in a very cute park all the way downtown, and I'm joined by my favorite stylist and fashion friend, Cole Clements. Welcome to the show, Cole. Hi. We haven't heard from you in a long time, so I thought we'd sit down and chat a little bit um, and catch us up a little bit on what's going on and what's happening out there in the fashion world. Um, I'd like to share with our listeners. First of all, I talked last week about, or two weeks ago, about Couture Fashion Week in Paris that just wrapped up. Um, All right, let's get into that, first of all. So, I was, as I was saying a few weeks ago, Couture Fashion Week is different than Ready to Wear, which is uh, in September and February, which is basically all of the designers putting out their collections for the following season that we then eventually see most of it, or at least 80% of it, are then in stores. Mm-hmm. Couture is a little bit different. It's, it's a little bit more exclusive. It is, um, this is what I said a few weeks ago on the show, I said normally ready to wear the front row is all about who's who whether it's a stylist it's an influencer it's a um, editor or it's a celebrity mm-hmm. it's someone that has probably millions of followers yes. on social media couture fashion week the front row is more about people that you don't know but have millions in their bank account yes
1: totally so you would agree yes <laughs> it's like the elite of the elite
0: right so a little bit um, more, not as popular, I would say, among the general population. You don't hear about it as much. But, but when you know, you know. And especially in the fashion world, everyone, who's anyone, definitely knows, not only knows, but maybe gets to attend. So this is really the creme de la creme. And I believe that this is also a driving force into ready-to-wear. I believe that Couture Fashion Week does set a tone um, for ready-to-wear Um, It's also a lot about the designer's dream and vision. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is couture, so this is not for everyone. And this is not for every day.
1: Yeah. Not necessarily that it has to be limitless fantasy, but that is the direction that I feel like a lot of them are going. And that's what I like to see. It's like, you know, no limits, no boundaries. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, they don't have to have a blazer and a trouser and a Mm -hmm. dress in the collection like many of the other, let's say, contemporary brand would, because that's their customer. That would make sense, someone that's going to be shopping uh, practicality, someone's going to be shopping for their everyday life. Mm -hmm. This is couture. This is not for everyday life. This is not for the average person. This is for celebrities on the runway, or on the red carpet, rather. Um, and probably for movies Mm -hmm. and for editorial pieces, this is the fantasy.
1: Or for collectors.
0: Or for collectors, Mm -hmm. right. So that being said, let's get right into it. Um, We spoke a little bit here on the show about Chanel. Tell Mm. me what your thoughts were. Karl Lagerfeld took us on a bit of an adventure back to the 1950s of when he first uh, ended up in Paris and the city and the time it was. What was your thoughts on that collection?
1: I really like the kind of the juxtaposition between the hardness of when he first moved to Paris and those like kind of troubling, like um, kind of hard times yeah. reflected in like, you know, gray tones or black, but also mixing in with a femininity that he always kind of inserts into his collections and just really like the silhouettes and the fantasy were spot on. And a lot of like the last looks almost like, almost like fantastical, like wedding wedding gear like you know things that would be like at a wedding I just thought was like just yeah, gorgeous very voluminous some very of the very voluminous yeah but
0: yeah there was still that classic Chanel tweed Absolutely. with metallic threading going through it lots of grays and steel color um, very almost moody some of the pieces mm-hmm, I totally. think totally um, yeah, I, I love it.
1: And a lot of the jackets with the slit up the sleeve, the, almost like the halfway mark. Yes. And then it got to showcase like the gorgeous like gloves of whatever tone he chose. Yes,
0: yes, the upper length the details, the
1: length glove, yeah.
0: Yeah, glove. yeah. yeah um, details were unbelievable, as always. I've, I mean, if you've ever seen a Chanel piece up close and personal, which I have seen many, many. I don't own any, but I have seen... Um, incredible and I'm talking about pieces that are in the atelier that you know I, I don't even think I know anyone that owns this level mm-hmm. um, the work the craftsmanship the, the detail that goes into it is unbelievable when you get up it's it's not just a jacket with a lining it's no. beyond that so no. um, what were some of your other favorites
1: oh gosh I also really like Margiela I mean I'm a huge 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 John Galliano fan yes and anything he touches to me turns to gold and he still, to this day, like, reinvents himself, stays current, um, reshapes the brand that he works for, unless it's his own, you know, yeah. regardless, like, and just goes for it. Yeah. And it was just, like, volume on top of volume and and types of fabrics that, like, that you never, like, pyrotechnic fabrics that, like, put out fires that are, like, skirts and these, like, masks that look like, 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 shredded thread on top of faces and, kimono like kind of looks like it was just like far out. Yeah, It was like futuristic like 3 3000 like yeah. we're in like F- 2000 like, now but
0: futuristic meets theater meets yeah. couture meets oh, glam. Yeah. It, it's an experience. I feel like we're it not is. we're talking about couture and especially if you're talking about Jean Galliano, you're no longer talking about clothing. No. It's now what you're seeing you're like wow like and then you, I don't know about you but I start to think how does this person come up with this? Yeah. How does this person think of this? What were they inspired by? And I think that's when you look at the show notes because usually it gives you some sort of hint. Yeah. Um, as you can hear, we're in a playground. <laughs> Children screaming. <laughs> it's, uh, they're screaming with joy that we're talking about couture. They love it. <laughs> um, all right, so that was also one of my favorites. Valentino is yes.
1: another classic. Got a lot of good press.
0: Yeah. Um, I love the colors of Valentino. Bold. Bold bold colors. Bold,
1: bold, 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 bold. Yeah. And tons of color. And volume. Tons of volume. Yeah. And headpieces.
0: So let me ask you this. How do you think that might influence ready-to-wear? Do you think we'll see... Do you think it'll be pared down? Do you think it'll be watered down? Do you think we'll see little glimpses of that and ready-to-wear in the upcoming seasons? Or do you think... I Only think, in certain brands.
1: I think the boldness of the color will stand. Yeah. But I think that the volume will lessen. Yes. The trains, the amount of fabric that's used. Yeah, if there's,
0: if there's huge poof, poof, poof sleeves that are the size of, you know, a, uh, I don't know, a bicycle. Yeah. It'll pare down to... The fluff. Yeah, the... Yeah. So it'll be pared down a bit and probably also depending on the brands. Yes, that totally. what we, we would see it in. Totally. Because, you know, we're not going to see... Let's say, let's take a, a simple brand, Vince, Legends. gents. We're not going to see huge puffiness in there. No, that's more no, streamlined, no. suiting. Um, but maybe other contemporary brands, we will see a little bit of that. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's a good point that the color will probably stay. So, you know, that, just like the saying, Valentino Red. There's yeah. a reason why they say that. It's, Valentino didn't, didn't uh, uh, invent red, but that color became so iconic with his, some of his dresses and designs over the years mm-hmm. that it's now Valentino Red. You know, that's mm-hmm. what people say yeah. in the fashion industry. Yeah,
1: Elements need to matriculate down, but maybe not the whole storyline. So, you know, yeah. they're creating that story and that fantasy. Yeah. Elements of it will tri- matriculate down, hopefully.
0: Yeah, and it's influences, yes. like o- we were saying. obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anything else about Couture Fashion Week that stood out in your head that you loved?
1: Um... I also am a huge Jean-Paul Gaultier fan. I always have been. JPG, just like, he... Yeah. He's just been an amazing veteran, I get quote-unquote. Like, just... And he only, really, only does couture now. Yes. So I really think it's very special. It's very, like, to me, like, Moroccan meets, like the tension between male and female with tuxedos and that influence in there too. And there's always like these different elements that like he slices together, but knocks it out of the ballpark. And you're like, where did he get those combinations? Like yeah. pull them from different parts of the world or different times of the world. And it's just amazing what he does.
0: And then puts it all together and it somehow works. It somehow works. And it doesn't look, now keep in mind, we're saying all this stuff about couture. It doesn't, we're saying it's very theatrical and we're, we've used the word, um, sometimes we say avant-garde, yeah. sometimes we say imaginative, sometimes we say all these words. However, it doesn't look like a costume.
1: No, absolutely. Right,
0: which I feel like it, if we're describing this, it could easily, you could think of it that way. When you look at it, you think, wow, that's an amazing dress totally. or
1: gown. And also, like, Jean-Paul also does a great thing of gender fluidity. Yeah. Like, I could see the element or the garment on a man or a woman or, you know, however you identify yourself. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a beautiful, there's just a beautiful, like, Um, kind of fluidity yeah yeah
0: yeah agree agree okay um well it'll be interesting to see what's to come and to see like i said how that filters into uh ready to wear and obviously then down to mainstream fashion the influences because again to me that's really where it starts and uh i'll be looking for that for sure so Speaking of ready-to-wear, yes, we are here in the middle of summer. It's a hot and sticky summer hot, day in New York hot, City. Hot. Yes. Um, we, we might have to hit a happy hour after this. Oh, we always do. <laughs> we do. And by the <laughs> way, I just want to say to the listeners, if you follow Cole and I, you, you should follow both of us other or just at least one of us um because we do put on our insta stories usually whenever we're together we have some of the most amazing dinners and cocktails oh yeah hands down always really pretty i i it safe (laughs) to say we're foodies i think it does right i think
1: you're like the queen of the food and i may be the prince because i'm learning from you yes but so
0: we will track high low Mm -hmm. snow rain Mm -hmm. sleet for a good cocktail or mm-hmm. a good aperitif or, yes. or a good meal. And just right? all
1: the hidden gems of the city. Yes, yes. Yeah. We're,
0: we're a pretty good duo about that. Um, so most recently, I know this has nothing to do with fashion, but okay. I feel like this important. Something pretty. Yeah, something pretty. <laughs> um, what did we have recently?
1: Just it, right here now? Yes. Adant, Ad, Ad, we were at Dante. Yeah, in the West and we Village. we had... Um, I think it was like this green tea sorbet, a sorbet with rehydrated uh, basil seeds. seeds on top floated in Paint. a glass of champagne. champagne.
0: Yes, it's it was like, amazing. It was
1: like floating green beauty.
0: Yes. So we do put pictures like this on our, both of our Insta stories, our Instagrams. I'm at Wardrobe Envy. Cole is... Coley seven 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 yes so you must follow if if not for the fashion definitely for the food and the cocktails yes, so it's always pretty yes, so we can assure pretty. you that all right so back to ready to wear um, so let's talk about summer since we're talking about the future of fall yes. and what's coming let's talk about the now um, absolutely it's great time for travel it's also in our neck of the woods the hot probably the hottest. Yes part of the year it's humid it's sticky it's gross yes how do you continue to look good in super humid weather
1: I think the fabrics or the fabrics become lighter let's just say first and foremost yeah um obviously now that it's hotter you know you know um Hemlines or whatever are going to be shortened. Yeah. We're going to start wearing shorts and shorter skirts. Yeah. But I think the materials are, is what becomes lighter. You're wearing linens now and things like that. Yeah, you know, um, I the would pants agree. Are more breathable. Um,
0: yeah, I would agree. And I do like this. Um, it just reminded me of this trend right now: the twin set. It's mm, very like yes. two piece. I actually like. I normally don't like too matchy matchy, yes. but I like the whole if whether it's a crop top or maybe it's not cropped. Yes. Maybe it's just a top. Or a blazer and a pant, or a skirt, absolutely. and or a short set. It's a set, so it's a top and a bottom that matches in prints or in solid. I like them a lot. Um, cohesive
1: yet breathable. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's
0: great for time this time You're of year. You're not trapped
1: in. You're not trapped <laughs> in, and
0: you don't have to worry about a lot of layers. It's like easy because it's matches mm-hmm. and and you know the easy way out of of a um, of the separates. You yes, know? absolutely.
1: And I always love a print on print set. It's always my stand. I do. You do. If you can do it, go for it.
0: And so what do you say to a woman who Mm. is not used to wearing prints? Got it. Only wears solid, doesn't even wear bright colors, but wants to get into wearing prints. What would be your advice of how to start to break into prints?
1: Well, let's just, I mean, you start with the basics of like a stripe or a polka dot. Maybe not do print on print, but do a base on like maybe the bottom. Yeah. Because that's a lot going on for like a pant or something to be in a print. Yeah. It might take you out of your element a bit uh, too soon. But start with the blouse or or the top and work your way down.
0: I like that. Solid
1: base, and then have fun on top, and then we'll start to play.
0: Yeah, and then the print could get busier and yes. busier, or color f- more yes. colorful, or yes. whatever. You can do, like you said, a stripe, black and white stripe. Yep. That's about as basic as print can get, right? Absolutely. It's black and white and striped, mm-hmm. or polka dot, or check. Mm-hmm. Then you can move on to whatever it may be, floral, paisley, whatever yep. prints, yep. and the colors can get more vibrant or yep. not, yep. or you can go head-to-toe. Mm-hmm. I always like to say also... Um, if you want to do head-to-toe, a good way to dip your toe into it, okay. but still still embrace it, is um, top and bottom matching set in a neutral print. Okay. So imagine like a beige background yeah. with a very soft floral, yes. let's yes. say. Or maybe it's a check or a plaid. But it's a very light. So when you look at it, you almost, from a distance, it reads as a solid. Mm. You almost have to squint mm-hmm. to say, is that a print? Because mm-hmm. it's a light mm-hmm. print. Yes. And that's, a, I think, an easier way as well. Not definitely. A, not anything bold. Yes. It's not polka dots. It's yes. not neon color. It's not. And
1: definitely based upon your skin tone. Yeah. You yeah. Know,
0: I like that match idea. Match accordingly. Yeah. Match accordingly. Okay. Um, and so what have you been seeing mostly? City. What are and some of denim your denim was huge
1: again. Again, yeah, right? now. We're talking about right, right now. Right now, yes. Yes. But we've talked and about Americana. This. You know?
0: Americana continues.
1: And uh, windbreakers.
0: Windbreakers, yep. Which um, leads us into athleisure, athleisure. Our favorite word. We love it. Let me just tell you. I thought when we first started talking about this, how many seasons ago... All right. This is gonna come. This is gonna go. It'll move it's on. It's gonna be a phase. It has not. No. And what do you think about your thoughts about athleisure trend?
1: I know, I know we were talking about this earlier at um, when we were having our little summer cocktail, and uh, I definitely think that. And the whole like backing and um, and kind of the 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 whole focus of like streetwear right now is definitely giving athleisure another rise and another like kind of like you know gust of wind of longevity like it's really keeping it afloat that there's the word i want to use afloat. and um i think the two in tandem streetwear and now athleisure are really just here to stay for a bit
0: and so, so just for our listeners for clarity how would you describe athleisure versus streetwear like tell us the difference between the two
1: I think athleisure is definitely... similar. Yeah. But... The influence, definitely, a very close influence of athletic wear right. or athletic... T- uh, influenced wear, I should say. Yeah. Like, you know, the track pant that might now be um, converted into, like, a dressier pant that you wear to work now. Yes. That has the two stripes up the side and it's in a different fabric. You know, stuff like that where it's the influence of. And it's usually lighter, very comfortable type of clothing. Yeah. Um, and then for street wear streetwear is like kind of the any any designer that takes influence what is actually being worn on the street and is incorporating it into the now and what's cool and fabulous like that you're seeing, like on a pedestrian, right. jeans that are ripped up, or yeah. some cool '80s T-shirt, or
0: less structure, less
1: structure, basically a looseness. Yes, yeah,
0: not a not for men. It's not a suit. Yeah, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Ladies, it's not a formal dress, or it's the opposite. It's loose. It's casual. It's mixing. It's a mixing. I think street street style to me is a lot of mixing. It's a lot of mixing. A different trend. Kind of like
1: whatever goes. Yeah. And it's cool and it's nonchalant yeah. and
0: it's it still works. It's it still not works. Forced. Yeah, that, I agree. That would be streetwear and streetwear or street style, as sometimes it's called, is also different depending on what city you're in.
1: Totally. So
0: street style in London is going to be different from LA. It's going to be different from New York. It's going to be different from Hong Kong. Um, so I think that's the other thing which makes it so interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the the common thread is probably what you just said mm-hmm. that it's anything goes. And it's a lot of mixing, yet it still works. Yes. It's kind of, and, and it's funny because that used to be kind of, oh, those are the people that, I'm talking years and years ago. Those are the people that were not in the know. Now those are the people that are in the know because it's street style. It you know, is. And it's, yeah. it's become a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So,
0: okay, so like you said, athleisure is kind of getting its second win because of street style. It's kind of combining the two. Um, I would agree. They both
1: feed off of each other.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And more and more, we're seeing, um, you know, like for example, the tracksuit that was popular, velour tracksuits, back in the eighties. They're back, but they're now done in a slightly different fabric. And now the the jacket is maybe a bomber jacket that's satin and it's reversible. Mm-hmm. So that's the updated version. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm thinking about a jacket mm-hmm. that I have that mm-hmm. actually does that. Mm-hmm. Does it look like a tracksuit? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. But you could see it still is the same shape mm-hmm. and it zips up just mm-hmm. like a tracksuit mm-hmm. jacket mm-hmm. would. So that's where it started. But one one side is white satin with floral and then I can flip it around and the other side is red and white satin with floral so completely different from a track suit you know what i mean but uh strong influences so that's one example you said about the pants you know maybe now they're dressier your pant it's not an elastic waist um gym wear even i think about that and how far that's come. absolutely people don't just wear it to the gym i know a lot of people that don't even go to the gym and they wear gym wear
1: there you go <laughs> i'm that's thinking true about,
0: think about you know it's, I, I feel like suburbs this happens a lot i live in the suburbs and um love my suburb ladies but i always see you in leggings (laughs) yeah and uh you know i think it's practical i get it some of these women are very busy moms they've got to do double duty so it's that it's that workout wear, the yoga pant that is the go-to it's easy it's quick to put on and throw on whatever on top and they're ready to go yeah and it's comfortable so it's about function and form um But we're seeing more and more of that become more special and more, like, now I say, oh, I have my nice leggings, quote-unquote, you know, and by that I mean, like, nicer ones, fancier ones that are made of better fabric, maybe they cost a little bit more, and I won't wear them to sweat in, you know, I won't wear them, I'll wear them maybe to travel on the plane or or, um, something like that, so... Um, I would agree with you. Yeah,
1: functionality, comfort, but still elevated. Yep. That's what that's what's here to stay.
0: That is what's here to stay. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about fashion and what's to come. Stay with us on 1490 W G C H
2: Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally. As personally as you do.
0: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. I'm here on location in New York City with my fashion friend, Cole Clements. We are in downtown Manhattan. Actually, in a park. um, And we just decided... We need to tell you all these great things that we've been seeing and hearing about in the fashion world and what's to come. One of Cole's specialties, I think, is knowing about shoes. Let me tell you, this guy knows shoes. (laughs) Men's and women's, he knows it all. So I'd like to go to you to find out what's to come. Um, real, Real quick, we'll recap. Summer shoe trends, my favorite is the flat form. Cop. I love anything that is a platform. I love a good sandal, but I don't I, I would say I'm allergic to flats, you know me. Have you ever seen me in a flat? No. No, never.
1: No. I like <laughs> I don't I do
0: wear flip-flops at the beach, that's about it. Um but I like everything that is elevated. So for me a chunky heel, a flat form, a even a wedge um is my favorite and I like that there's so many options. I just bought a pair of Nike sneakers that are actually platforms. Ooh. Yes, you haven't seen them yet. Um, so I like this trend. Going forward, what are we going to see for fall?
1: Okay, so Tina just talked to you about like spring and summer. What's her favorite? Now we're going into fall and winter, so it's kind of a different category. So we started to see on the runway a lot more like what they call the dance party shoes. So you're seeing more like mirror bald couture sandals and things that like kind of quote unquote light up the night on the dance floor, if you will. And very more, if you could say like what we spoke to earlier of like couture, it's like the couture shoe of like of the night.
0: Oh, so real party shoe. Yeah.
1: Real party shoe. And like, maybe it's like with lace or it's strappy or in some sort of way, it's like intricate and well-designed and, using elevated fabrics and it's just it's jazzy and it's a showstopper and it's like shoe candy
0: okay so uh i i have seen some very sparkly yeah there you go sequiny sparkly not sequin Sparkly, almost like um, Dorothy's shoes from The Wizard of Oz. There you go,
1: razzle-dazzle. Yeah? yeah? Is it that? Yep, yeah, there you okay. go. That That's could be identified as?
0: It could be that. Or it could be not necessarily the whole shoe. It could be an element on the shoe, Absolutely. You're okay. Embellishment of some sort. All right, I like that idea. And how would you style that? Do, do, do you have to be dressed up to wear these?
1: Simple black dress, baby.
0: Simple black dress. It's, it's the hero of the outfit. Let the
1: it's, shoe speak for itself.
0: Got it. I Boom. love it. Boom. Okay. Could you wear something like that, let's say, a sparkly, glittery boot, could
1: you wear it with jeans and a tee as well? Got and
0: done. You like it? Absolutely.
1: I love it. I'm co-signing. I'm
0: co-signing on that <laughs> one. All right. All right. We like it. Okay. So it's called a party shoe, but it doesn't have to be worn to the party. No, it does not. Okay. It does not. Okay. All right. What else you got for us?
1: Cowboy boots, baby. <gasps> Cowboy Yay, boots. Say it These so. boots were made for walking and they're, they've made their way back.
0: Oh, wow. I love it. So Is there any change? Are they real? Does it look like an authentic cowboy boot? Or do you think it's going to be a little more modernized? A
1: little bit more modernized with like kind of like maybe a nicer leather, a more pointed toe. One of my favorite ones currently that just came out is um, one by Givenchy. And it's kind of like a mid to calf like cowboy boot with a higher heel. Yes. So it's funkier. It's sexier. You could wear it with like cut off jean shorts. You could wear it with a gorgeous like cool like dress, day dress. Like... It's yeah. elevated.
0: Okay, it's elevated. I like you're talking my language when you said higher heel.
1: Higher heel, baby. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So but it also could be a more traditional cowboy boot. So yes, let's talk. It could. Is this strictly men's or women's or is it both? I the
1: think trend? it's a bit of both. Okay. A bit of both. Alright. Really seeing an influence and comeback for women, but men too. Okay.
0: Because they're kind
1: of going, you know, side by side and tandem these days. You know.
0: Okay. I think
1: designers like want the best for men as they want for women.
0: Okay, I like it, and I like a trend that, like you said, could be could be either or. We're, I'm sure we're going to see slight differences. Probably color for sure, and heel mm-hmm. for women is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but there still will be uh, something for everyone, and be some sort of a common thread. It's still going to look like totally. a cowboy boot. Totally. All right. What else you got
1: for us? Um, on the runway, a lot of designers like reinvented like they call the working girl shoe, like Which what you is? wear to work, like okay. anything that's like. Kind of a higher heel, thicker heel, or maybe thinner. That's closed usually okay. with like either patent, black patent, or black leather. Something that you would see atypical to work that um, office to office that like blends with the whole look that doesn't really stand out like the party shoe.
0: Right. Okay. So not so- and it's
1: sleek and and sexy, but also practical and pragmatic. Okay. Practical. But using different fabrics to offset it, like white patent leather or black patent leather okay or white leather and then they're adding in a black sling into the back of it okay you know i like stuff like this
0: i like it so a little updated version of that office shoe i'm calling it the office shoe. office shoe yeah Yeah. all right okay i like it so we're almost out of time so real quick give us what is your favorite trend that you're looking for forward to seeing or wearing men's
1: or women doesn't matter I have to laugh again because it's going to be athleisure. Because you're not done with it. I'm not done with it. And it's just, I can incorporate it into my lifestyle so easily. And my wardrobe and, like, my style has changed. And I can... I can experiment with color and like windbreaker jackets or lighter jackets yeah. or like the elevated like track pant that I can wear to work or out and about and styling or whatever, you know, with people. And, um, it, and
0: it's practical for you. And it's comfortable. You, you work in the fashion industry. So there, check, it works out. Yeah. And you live in the city. Check, it works out. That makes total and sense. And go, go, go. Go, go, go. You're on the go. Speaking of going, we've got to go. We do. Thank you so much for joining me once again for another edition of We Like to call it fashion police in the city (laughs) and uh for fashion friday hope you'll join us uh again maybe towards the fall and we'll talk about all the fabulous things we see on the runway as well yes all right thanks for joining us join me next week for more fashion friday on
2: 1490
0: wgch